mercy of Allah and the law written in our nature, we call an individual into existence. And when that individual comes, I make no apologies for what Turn this one up. Rugged and real, you're gonna stand still to obey your case. So let the man build words of rapture that you have. This is yes, sir. Instrumental, man. <laughs> Jay ripped this out too, by the way. Who did? Jay Z. Oh. Jay Z killed this freestyle, by the way. But but since Jay Z is silent on certain black issues right now, we're not bumping it <laughs> with Jay. We're taking it back to the BDK, Big Daddy Kane. Revolutionary music is here. The revolution is here. It will not be televised. It will be on social media, though. And <laughs> niggas are striking back, man. We tired of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to hype it up, but man, I don't know. Shit, shit, shit's too crazy right now, dog. Just yeah. like the fucking. I, I know everybody make up the joke about 2020 being like the craziest, worst year ever, but like fucking. I, I honestly, in my entire life, I can't think of a year crazier than this. Yeah. 9 11, 2001 was kind of crazy, but that was mainly just one thing that happened that changed yeah. everything but every month yeah. it's like some bullshit dropping in us man yeah it's everything man like you can name like four things off top <laughs> that happened in 2020 it started with and, kobe and some, yeah kobe fucking pandemic everything is canceled all sports for the first time in our lives all sports are canceled can't go yeah. outside and now this George Floyd thing, man. It's like yeah. fucking the worst of everything piled into one. And on top of that, man, it been like four or five black people that was killed. Yes. This one just kind of made the the spotlight, but it been going on since the pandemic, man. Yeah. Since the pandemic, it been like four black people killed. It's been hot, man. And it's fucking, I don't know, man. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I'm not even optimistic. Things we only half into 2020, man. Not even because today is the 30th of May. It ain't even summertime, man. Dog, shit's gonna get crazier. Are we in election year? Thank God. I don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> All the fuckery going on before the election. Yeah, man. It's, it's like it's like the world is about to end, man. It really kind of sounds like that, man. I'm always the one to be like, man, everybody chill out. Things have been worse in history. But like with everything, is, it really is like we're living in a fucking, actually not even a movie would be this crazy. You know? Yeah. It would at least just be the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but you got like big celebrities dying. You got um, <laughs> protests. Yes. <laughs> People tearing up cities. Yes. <laughs> fucking like, political drama all this shit yeah. man like this is probably the first time in months where I guess maybe the past couple of days nobody mentioned COVID-19 <laughs> it been strictly on the protests yeah and that's the crazy thing too man uh, it's like nothing has really changed with that but as people we've kind of moved on and, and yeah. Houston is basically open now by the way like fucking traffic yeah. is back Everything is open now. I kind of feel like people are officially over it, even though it's not over with, which yeah. is kind of crazy. But it's like, I don't care. Basically, <laughs> yeah. <point>. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, shoot, a lot to, well, not a whole lot to break down, but 
the biggest thing that's going on. We're, we're going to talk about it. This is the Gems and Juice podcast, of course. My name is Ryan Rocket, joined as always by my man Figgy. Uh, Jasmine couldn't be here today, though, but uh, she sh- oh, shout out to her, and she'll be back. She'll be back. We'll, we'll chop yeah. it up again soon. But uh, Figgy, how you been coping, man? I know it's been rough. You still yeah. been holding up well? Yeah, I've been I've been good, man. Uh, I was off Monday, so I didn't have to worry. But for some reason, the week still feels super long, man. Oh, damn! I was like trying to couldn't wait till it get uh, till Friday, man. It's like man. And then with the whole um, um, uh, George uh, George Floyd situation, that been flooding my timeline, and I kind of been losing sleep over it, man. Yeah, like for some reason this one hit me hard. So yeah, it's been a long week, but like I said, we taking it um, day by day. That's really all you can do now, man. Uh, do whatever you can to keep your peace, cause like it's. It's rough, man. So we'll just jump into that right now, man. George Floyd, of course, everybody knows. Um, Houston native, killed in Minneapolis. Um, and everybody's seen the video. The cop has been arrested, apparently, uh, charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter. But uh, there's been unrest over throughout America, especially the big cities. Um, protests in Atlanta. Uh, this week protests in Minneapolis uh man it's like every day things are getting hotter and hotter uh so but but getting back to the original story the uh the whole thing with George Floyd man I know it's tough for everybody to watch it was it's tough for me and even though I'm used yeah. to watching fucked up shit on the internet it's it really it really stuck with me and it really hit different man yeah. so what what was your reaction when you first saw that and and what what was your initial thoughts of what occurred there? Um, like I'm, my initial thoughts was, wow, another one. Yeah, like the same stuff keep happening, and I started thinking, like, man, I feel like I feel like more black people are being killed during this quarantine, or it's supposed to be quarantine. And I'm like, damn, I I kind of started thinking more of a conspiracy, like, hmm, they know we not really supposed to protest you know, large groups and all this other stuff. But when the um when the George Floyd situation happened when he was murdered, to me I'm like I, I, in the back of my mind I'm like, man, I don't care what they do, man. Like forget this COVID stuff. Like I feel like people think it's sweet where they could just do stuff and just get away yeah. with it. Like nah, like I'm you know, I'm just tired of being tired. I know that's a kind of a, a cliche type of word, but I'm just tired of seeing the same thing. But I, I am really shocked at how many celebrities are actually stepping forward and, and talking about it mm-hmm. because it been this stuff been going on for uh, decades. But just talking about the recent stuff that been happening in the past ten years, going back to Trayvon Martin. I feel like nobody, a big time celebrity, really didn't come out front saying anything about it, or especially white celebrities. So you you have some of the athletes that speak out about it, but you also had the people that always give you the, oh, I don't know the whole story about it, so I don't want to speak about it. That type of, that type of, um, that that type of talk, but. Now it's just saying like everybody's out there saying that's disgusting, that's terrible. You had JJ Watt talk about it. 
mm-hmm. which I, I was really shocked. I was really shocked that um, <laughs> um, reporter John McClain even bringing the question up. I didn't even think I, I was shocked that question even came up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you got him speaking on it. You got um, who uh, Randy Orton, the wrestler, WWE wrestler, speaking on it. It's just it, I don't know. It's just kind of random. It seemed kind of weird, but it's I don't know. I'm I'm glad everybody's talking about this now instead of just the black people. And then you had some other people saying, "Well, you know, he was resisting and making all these excuses." I still see the excuses, but to me, I see more of the people saying we need justice type of thing. Yeah, I, I agree, and. Back to when the original video starts, I still remember seeing it for the first time. And you know me, I'm the one who I I will, I'm usually cautious to jump to conclusions because I know that that's the social media, you know, impact is everybody, you know, without things, people reading the things without context and it bites them in the ass. You know, same thing with Jesse Smollett. Same thing with that one girl that got shot and they said it was some white racist that did it and it was like some completely different shit. So I, yeah. I'm the one to usually be like, wait a minute, let, let, let's see what let happened it, here. Let the air but, out first. Yeah. But when I saw the video, man, there was no doubt in my mind what happened. You know, yeah. the fact that it would be one thing if it was like two seconds of him with his uh, being subdued. But the, the video is like fucking nine minutes long, man. And when you see that man who clearly yeah. is helpless in a position, I can't think of a more terrifying way to die, dog. Like, yeah. I, I was thinking, honestly, it would have been better off if he got lynched, you know. Yeah. It would probably be less demeaning, too. And it would be yeah. a quicker death. For him, I can't even imagine the pain going through your body when you just know, you know, you're, yeah. you're in so much pain and so many people are holding you down and you can't do shit about it because the people who, who usually help you are supposed to help you theoretically are the ones killing you. Yeah. So it really upset me, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm getting fucking misty thinking about it right now, dog. Like it really did upset me and it angered me uh, to the point where I don't give a fuck about stores being looted and riots and all this shit going on right now, man. I'm like, this has been going on for too long. Uh, we tried it the democratic way. We put black people in high positions and this shit's still going on. You know, mm-hmm. nothing has changed. So all these motherfuckers talking about if you really want to change, go out and vote. Like, niggas tried that. You know, we had a black yeah. president and all this shit happened under a black president, too, by the way. Yeah. So it's like pe- people get fed up, man. And that's what's going on right now. Um, yeah. as, as far as the celebrity shit. I, I think. The reason, like, like, because of the video, the video was so conclusive in what happened and disgusting that there was no way for anybody to, to, to reasonably say, but wait, he was resisting, but wait, he did this and that. Like, the evidence was so overwhelming that these cops were uh, fucking pieces of shit that yeah. there's nothing you could even say. So I think it was definitely okay for these celebrities to jump out the window on this one and, and, and just say, you know, what they had to say. Uh, I'm more of a show improve rather than talk about it. I don't like yeah. the celebrity culture of people just making statements. Um, so yeah, I'm glad JJ talked about it. And I know he's usually the type of dude who will put his money where his mouth is. 
and I hope he does here. Uh, but some people like I don't know the Carson Wentz. They yes. look at it as a trending topic. Exactly, you know, and it's that, a way to yeah, yeah. That's why I felt weird about it, man. Like I don't want to say, oh, y'all just doing it just because everybody else talking about it. But man, like that's the reason I want to. I hate to bring in Kaepernick, but that's the reason why he nailed. And yeah, and everybody was quiet then, but now <laughs> in 2020 we see this video. Now everybody like, wow, this is crazy. I can't believe this. Wow, Kaepernick like, was right, maybe. Like all this shit. Yeah. So it's <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just weird seeing people now starting to weigh in on it. <laughs> This is like this has been going on for a minute. This ain't nothing new. To, and then too, the the um the riot and the, the looting, <laughs> that stuff been going on for the past ten years too. Mm-hmm. Like this ain't nothing new. I think now it's just you know, I now I will probably say it's the worst it ever been as far as like the rioting. Like people are tired. Yeah. <laughs> and you, I mean, you always had the people from out of town going to that city to fake protest to, you know, break in the stores and vandalize a lot of stuff. But man, people just tired, man. Like we tired of, you know, people, I, I seen, I seen um, my dude, Desi Banks. I know you hit the Desi Banks. Yeah. I saw what he'd been on. Yeah. He posted a picture of Martin Luther King and then arm by arm and saying, this is the correct way to protest or something like that. Look, man, you had pe- Martin Luther King. Yeah, he protested like that, but it was a bunch of other people that was protesting the way they are now mm-hmm. back in the 60s. Yes. Martin Luther King was a high-profile person. So, of course, he's not about to you know, light stuff on fire, stuff like that. Of course, he, he got to do it the professional way, but you had Black Panthers <laughs> who, who was doing exactly what people are doing now. So I, I just don't get, you know, when people say, oh, yeah, do it like Martin, Martin Luther King. Obviously, he didn't get it done either, man. He he had he, he mentioned everything in his speech on how he wants stuff to change. It didn't change. Yes. And that, they, they fucking killed him, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> do it yeah, like people, this man did who we assassinated, <laughs> by the way. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like it, not, it everything is nothing's changed since the 60s for real yeah yeah you see more black and white people together but it's still the same shit so why would we try to do what exactly what he did that didn't work (laughs) i mean i mean i'm not gonna say nothing has changed i always do believe that every year that goes by is it's better for black people in general um because at one point honestly cops were doing this shit and nobody cared you know, getting away scot-free with this shit. And now when this happens, we got camera phones. It's going to be a big deal. They will get arrested. I'm not saying they're going to get justice because, you know, who knows how this is going to shake out. I'm prepared for the worst already. But at least they're getting fired, not rehired, and things are happening now. So I'm not going to say nothing has changed, but in, in some ways, yeah, nothing has really changed, you know. Fucking yeah, cops just, terrorizing minorities yeah. is not changed. Yeah, just just the whole racist thing. Yeah. Stuff like, like I, I just don't believe that, hey, let's do what Martin Luther King did. And that's how we make a change. Like people been doing that for, for a very long time, man. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, people are tired. 
Like it's it's kind of like when you're you're trying to tell somebody something, you you know you might be arguing with your woman, and you say, "Hey, no, I don't like this. I don't like this," and she's not paying no attention. After a while, you gotta <laughs> hit your fist on the table. Like, look, I I just said no. <laughs> you kind of gotta raise your voice a little bit. You gotta maybe throw something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to get a point across. And I think people is at that point where they say, "Look, we did this." They keep doing this. Why does this keep happening? And it's it's stats out there. It's videos out there to show that it's it's not fair. You you got these um <laughs> these school shooters, these white boys school shooters who sc- shooting up schools, mm-hmm. and they taking them to Burger King before they yeah. take them in, or they putting a uh, br- bulletproof vest on them. Mm-hmm. Like like, and meanwhile, you got black people getting killed over a fake 20. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. I think people just so tired of it, man. Like we, we, like, I, at first I was kind of, I was kind of upset that, you know, people was tearing up communities and stuff like that. But after a while, man, like, I'm like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares about this stuff, man? Like we need to make a point. Like you need to you need to make a point saying, "Hey, we tired of this shit." Like you need to convict this man too. I I know he, he got arrested, but that don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what they usually do is they um they drag the trial out or they do it under the uh, under the table, and then pow, not guilty, and this this guy is off somewhere else. <laughs> so. I don't know. I think people just tired of the outcome of it and people people want justice. And I mean, the, the thing is, we've seen this movie before, man, you know, and I already know what's what's coming next, because as the uh, trial goes on, like they're going to dig up stuff about George Floyd and portray him in a negative light, if at all possible. <laughs> if he dealt drugs back in the day, they're going to say, well, he was a known drug dealer. Goofy shit like that, man. So I already know that's coming. I'm prepared for it, but it's just we've seen this movie before. We've seen how it plays out, and and people are sick of it, dog. Uh, but I will, I will, I have. I'm compiling a list of celebrities I'm disappointed in right now, uh, uh, and it basically includes anybody who look. I understand everybody want to make a statement. It's good for your PR. It's good for your public image. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't knock anybody for saying something, but when you're saying things like, like you said, what Desi Banks is saying, like that one guy Shamik Moore is talking about, certain things people don't want to hear right now, man. We don't want to hear, remember, there's good cops, guys. We fucking know not every cop is a piece of shit. We don't want to hear that right now, though, man, because yeah. the institution is the problem. The fact mm-hmm. that these white racists can easily get into police departments and terrorize black people is a problem, man. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to hear you defending cops right now. We don't want to hear that shit. We don't want to hear fucking, and I got to bring this up now, T.I. going up <laughs> looking like fucking Fred Sanford. I don't know, T.I. the tool man, Taylor, I called him, in a fucking <laughs> ugly-ass flannel shirt coming up there talking about how Atlanta is Wakanda. And it's like, it might be Wakanda for a rich black man. It apparently isn't for the poor black people in Atlanta. Yeah. And they were fed up with shit. Uh, Killer yeah. Mike, who been 
rapping about revolutions and war and all this shit for a long time. Going to get up there and ask people to stop. It's, no, y'all, y'all, y'all are tone deaf right now, man, because it's yeah. young people out there. They don't know who the fuck T.I. and Killer Mike are, really. And they don't really give a shit, man. They're, they're fucking fed up. And you just got to understand their anger. It will pass, man. These things never last that long. You know, if anything will go on throughout the weekend, things will calm down. You know, there will still be protests, but things will calm down. Just get through this, man. Don't tell us yeah. we got to calm down. Don't tell us we got to protest peacefully only. Don't defend cops. Don't tell us anything we don't want to hear right now. We're angry, man. Yeah, and that's the whole purpose of a protest, man. A pro a protest ain't supposed to make everyone happy yes. or make it convenient for people. Like we're not supposed to pro protest on the sidewalk. Like I'm I'm tired of people saying, "Oh yeah, you can protest, but don't hold up the streets and don't mm-hmm. jump on the." Like no, that's the whole purpose. So y'all yes. can see, you know, it's a problem. Like otherwise, how many people would be talking about this protest if people was on the sidewalks or protesting quietly yep. and not doing anything. People will go on uh, about their day. So you got to make it uncomfortable. That's why That's why Kaepernick took a knee. You know, he had to make it uncomfortable for some people so he like, could get his word across. The crazy <laughs> thing is that shouldn't be uncomfortable. Like, who gives a shit, man? <laughs> I, man, I seen people arguing, um, I want to say last night, about the flag because somebody was burning the flag. Yeah, I saw that. And people was more focused on the flag than the actual person being killed. The fucking flag man in China. Just man, you can get the flags from the dollar store, man. Like, like it's just a representation. (laughs) Yeah, mean, like the actual cloth don't mean shit, man. Like I I just just don't get it. People, their mindsets is more. You know, wanting wanting to um, protect the flag over a human being. <laughs> yeah, man, people are super ridiculous with it right now. Um, and like, and some of these celebrities, like I said, they're fucking just tone deaf. Just it's okay to say nothing if your thought is going to be, you know, we all need to be peaceful. And if you want some kumbaya shit, just shut up, man. Right now, honestly, because yeah. we don't really want to hear it. Even Beyonce put out a weird video that I don't, still don't know what, what she was talking about, and she has some weird filter on that look, made her look like a robot. Mm. So I, I don't know, man. A- unless you putting your money to bail people out who who were protesting, and like I don't care. And also the looting thing. Okay, I, I do feel bad for any small businesses that were affected. Yeah and don't have the money to rebuild like that don't have mega corporation billion dollars to fix things up but yeah. if you rob in target if you rob in louis vuitton if you rob in a dior store i don't give a shit man they'll be okay yeah. Yeah. they will be okay if they was if target was smart with it they would probably jump on board with saying hey this was wrong for this cop to do this and show some type of support <laughs> i think I mean? they That's- I think they actually did make a statement saying that basically like they didn't speak out against the people who rioted and looted the store. They were like, we'll be okay. We stand with people who are upset right now. Like I don't remember exactly what was said, but basically they came out and said, you know, it ain't no big deal. Really. We'll, we'll rebuild. But, uh, 
Yeah, I, I've seen some people mad, like, why are you tearing up your community and all this stuff? Fair enough, but designer stores ain't our community. Yeah. And these rappers who've been rapping about designer, making us want it and, and acting like we ain't shit for not having it, you can't be mad when niggas run up in the store and just start taking shit, man. So yeah, yeah. I don't feel it's, bad for them at all. Y'all yeah, be okay. It's, it, yeah, it's just crazy, man. And even... <laughs> Count one of my favorite parts about this whole thing is the uh the mayor from Atlanta was it Keisha Bottoms? Yeah, she, uh, she spoke and I, it was funny. She sounded just like a black mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just, like, I watched that video when I first watched the video. Her talking, she, she was like, "Oh, stealing brown liquor, throwing stones and glass houses." She was just so pissed, but I I, I don't like. I see a lot of people kind of shitting on her too because mm-hmm. she was saying go out and vote, but she a politician. <laughs> now, yeah. I mean, she, like, what is she supposed to say? Oh, this voting don't work. <laughs> like, don't even do a tear up. Like, she had to, it would be a bad look on her if she just said, oh, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Or, I mean, she got to try to put a stop to it. She the mayor of Atlanta. She got to have some type of control to it. So, I wouldn't just shit on her because of what she said. I, I kind of would, man, honestly. Like, I didn't like the way she worded that because that's the problem I had with Obama, too. You know, you don't really do shit for us, but when we start acting up, you want to act like you are a fucking black granddad and, and wag your finger and teach us a lesson. And I felt like she kind of had those vibes, too, where it's like, she, I'm not saying she should have said, keep tearing up the city and don't vote. I understand why she said, you know, vote and all this shit, but the tone she had, like she was so disappointed in us or or them for doing what they did. It's like, and that's the thing too, people got to realize this ain't just about George Floyd as well. You know, this is centuries worth of fucking problems in these cities that have come to a head. Same thing with Rodney King. The Rodney King thing wasn't just about Rodney King, man. It was about police brutality that reached a boiling point, and that was just the catalyst for it. Yeah. You know, people who are have a problem with Atlanta and are pissed off and are fucking breaking shit and protesting, it ain't just about George Floyd, man. It's about issues that have been going on for a long time. And mm-hmm. address that. Don't just say you're dishonoring the memory of George Floyd by doing all this stuff. When it's like, it's not just about him, man. It's bigger issues at play. And I did. I understood what she said. Like I understood what Killer Mike said and what Ti said. I understand where they're coming from, but I just don't like their tone. You know, like understand why people are mad. Don't talk to us or, or them like you're disappointed, and just yeah. I don't know. I didn't yeah, like it. Like I, I I understand as far as like Killer Mike and and Ti. I guess I think I'm more confused on them two more than like the mayor. Because them two, they actually didn't have to go out there and say anything. They're not, they're not a poli- they not in politics. Yeah. So they don't, they don't have to make a press conference or make a statement about it. <laughs> they can post something on Twitter, and keep it moving. But um, as far as like Mary Keisha, I don't. She, she, got, it's her job to have shit under control. <laughs> And clearly Atlanta was way out of control. So, you know, yeah, her tone might have been a little off, but, like, if you was in that position, what would you do? <laughs> and, I mean, you 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 controlling the city. 
and you know a death happened she said she got a, a son she she's an african-american lady Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, she don't agree with what happened either. But it, in her position, what would you do if you, the city is just going crazy, burning stuff down, tearing stuff up, just out of control, where you know people could get hurt and stuff? I, I mean, like I said, I get what she meant by it. I, I get the intention of making a statement like that. It's just the way it's worded, especially when pe- like you're only gonna like. It, it basically, like, let's say your girl is yawning and screaming at you and uh, your only tone is like, well, well bitch, it's, it's like, you know, you, you can't speak a certain way sometimes because you know they angry and irrational and yeah. anything you say other than what they want to hear is just going to accept them more. So either you'd yeah. be like, look, girl, I understand. We don't, we don't fix this, but you, you, you got to stop acting up. You know, she could have been a little more apologetic sounding rather than just condescending to me. But yeah, I, I, I get yeah. it. You, you, the shit, I mean, people were out of control. And by the way, they yeah. are bringing up the fact that people from out of state are causing a lot of these problems too, especially in yeah. Minneapolis. They had a press conference about it. So it ain't yeah. just black people. It, yeah, it's not the protesters, like yes. the actual people that's protesting and tearing, looting and stuff like that. It's people coming from out of town doing it. Yes. That's um, posing as like the real protesters. Even in because that Target, man, I saw some old white people coming out from Target with lamps and shit. Yeah. I'm like, Nick, motherfuckers are just using an excuse to get some free shit, man. And yeah. it is <laughs> what it is, but don't don't act like it's just black people who are doing it and dishonoring the memory of George Floyd by doing it because there are people out of town, white people, poor white people who say, hey, free shit. Let's go. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it ain't just us, yeah. man. Yeah. But uh yeah. so was there anything else you want to cover on that? Uh who else? Oh. So like I said, man, hopefully I, I think things will calm down. Uh, this weekend will be the hottest. It's been, and it's a, also the fact that people have been quarantined. They've lost They've jobs. Stuck in the house. Yeah. yeah, stuck in the house. Probably lost their job, got furloughed, whatever. And it's just a mix of a lot of volatile elements that made this happen. But things will calm down. You know, I think definitely by next week, you know, people would have settled. There will still be protesting, but things will settle down. And hopefully there's not a crazy verdict where this guy gets off because then niggas really going to burn shit down. <laughs> yeah. But uh, things will calm down. Everybody just got to chill. And yeah, hopefully they find out the motherfuckers who are, who are trying to, you know, come out of town and mix shit up and, yeah. and and do all this stuff too. But Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Man. Yeah, rest in peace, George Third Floyd, War. man. And, and you mentioned earlier, I don't know if you mentioned on the podcast, but um, he was part of Screwed Up Click. Yeah. Man. Yeah, he was on some screw tapes, man. Like, a lot of people knew him. Uh, Big Pokey made a, a, a statement. He knew him. Uh, of course, Steven Jackson been very vocal. Uh, Steven Jackson knew him as well. So, yeah, man, it was it hurts on a local level, too, because, like, he was in the – there's, like, being in being on a screw tape is probably the most Houston shit you could do besides <laughs> – uh, Owning a slab, maybe I don't know, but like that—that's very, very Houston specific, and and that makes you a stone cold Houstonian man. And 
Yeah. It, it just do sucks you had to go new, out that way. Do they still do new uh, screw tapes? Or well, is that kind of like a thing in the past? There are people who still chop and screw up. I actually want to get somebody on from the Chop Stars. Um, that's OG Ron C, uh, DJ Candlestick, and Slim K. Um, yeah. they, they, they still do it. They're probably the best at it right now. They've been doing it since, you know, back in the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, people still make chops and screw tapes, man. Some of them actually still actually make the cassette tapes you could put in the deck. So, Damn. yeah, man, it's still, it's still alive and kicking, dog. But Yeah, I actually rolled past the screw shop. No and word. I'm like, damn, to the point I, I, I ended up making a U-turn. And, um, Did you go one, in? Nah, this one they had everything closed. Oh, okay. So, um, so I think it was like a kind of like an order online and come in and pick up. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't know who the guy was. It, it was like a, a tall, heavy set guy. I was kind of just looking in the window, mm-hmm. and then he he was kind of looking at me like, "No, nah, we closed." But oh, I shit. was just I was just looking. So I I wasn't gonna go in, but I yeah. once it opened that back up, I would love to go in and. <laughs> possibly get something on the screw tape. Yeah. Maybe dig up some of my old music or something. <laughs> I heard Will Lean usually there all the time, so you're probably going to see him too. Really? You go there okay. a lot. Yeah. Damn, so, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. George Floyd, man. You know, yeah. just terrifying way to go out. And hopefully there's some semblance of justice here, but yeah, I don't know. Shoot. Family and friends. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tough for everybody, man. Um, so what else is going on? We could talk about a new release real quick. Uh, so in the midst of all this crazy shit, it really kind of flew under the radar, but, uh, (laughs) Freddie Gibbs dropped a surprise album, mixtape, whatever you want to call it with Alchemist. (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, I can't believe that. man. man. I saw it on my timeline, so I listened to it. It's called Alfredo. Um, I listened to it, man. And my take on it so far, I listened to the whole album once through. I've heard people call it like the album of the year already. And, you know, saying it's better than Bandana, the album he made with Mad Lib last year. I don't think it's that good yet. Maybe on other playthroughs I'll see it, but I think some of this might just be the hype of Freddie Gibbs and another legendary producer working together. But I don't even think this is as good as the Fetty tape with Currency. They dropped. I was about to ask you that. Is it better than that? Because that's my favorite. <laughs> I don't think so. Not yet. And the beats are good, but some, some uh, let me look up the track list because I could say what tracks I actually really liked and which ones. I, don't, I think Matt Lib and Freddie Gibbs work better to, better together than Mad Lib and or uh, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist mm. because Alchemist kind of make more laid back beats and Freddie Gibbs is always on a energetic double time cocaine raps man and sometimes it comes off as smooth sometimes it's like I don't know you want something more hype over a Freddie Gibbs raps yeah but let me check the track list uh. He had uh, Benny the Butcher and Conway uh, from Griselda on. Those songs were good. Uh, All Glass I liked. Skinny Shig was cool. Babies and Fools with Conway was good. Baby Shig was cool. The Tyler the Creator song was just okay to me. 
people were kind of surprised they worked together, but they, they've been cool for a long time. But that song was just okay to me. Frank Lucas was good. Uh, 1985 was cool, but just on first listen, I was expecting like some crazy shit. And it was just, it was a cool listen, but it's not better than Matt, than bandana. And it's not even better than uh Fetty with currency to me, mm-hmm. but maybe I got to sleep on it. Uh, maybe it'll sound better in a couple weeks. You know, some, some, some albums do get better with time, but yeah. on first listen, man, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought the mm. beats could have been, the beat selection could have been better for Freddie Gibbs, but Maybe it's just me. I gotta sleep on it. I'll see. Okay. Yeah, I'm man, I'm really impressed with Freddie Gibbs though. I felt like when he was back when he was working with Jeezy, I yeah. never really cared for him like that. I thought I look kinda looked at him as uh um uh, I guess one of the I don't know, I guess the people Jeezy rap with his little clique, I it was never impressive to me. <laughs> It wasn't like Gucci Man who had Waka, he had OJ the Juice and all these different type of um, you know, talented people. Like when he was with Jeezy, I never really cared for him. So I kind of looked at him as an Atlanta rapper, even though he wasn't from Atlanta. <laughs> but um now I, I just feel like his beat selection, the people he worked with, is is off the chain, man. He like I, I never expected this from Freddie Gibbs. And he slowly <laughs> creeping up in my top, f- not top five, but uh, one of my favorite rappers, my favorite oh, yeah. rapper list. Like that's Definitely. somebody. Yeah, I'm mad. I just went right under the carpet, man. But this good. is somebody I will wait. <laughs> I, you know, if I see he releasing releasing anything, I'm gonna be. You know, I'm going right to this. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely found a lane, man. And he's kind of like Currency in the way that his career didn't go even close to what you thought it would. You know, Currency started with Young Money and he was with Lil Wayne and you thought that was going to be, he was going to be like a Tiger type rapper or Superstar. Something. Yeah. yeah. But he really went and made his own lane, worked with uh, some more obscure producers and underground producers and Freddie Gibbs kind of doing the same thing right now, man. You ain't going to hear him on no trap songs, really. You're going to hear him with some old school, you know, uh, producers doing who are legendary. And he found his sound, man. So it's a good project. Uh, like I said, I'm just a little. I expect my, my bar for Freddie Gibbs is kind of high right now. You know, <laughs> so I don't want to make it sound like this is a bad album. But just when I hear Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs, I'm expecting yeah. perfection. You know, because Alchemist, one of the best and honestly, really underrated producers of all time. Yeah. He's arguably top 10 producer all time, arguably. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree if somebody put him in the top 10. Yeah, it's hard to argue with his catalog, man. He's still doing it to this day. Long run. Him and Mad Lib, man. Uh, but it's just I was expecting a little bit more. Um, but but like I said, I got to sleep on it. Yeah. Maybe I'll yeah. like it better. We'll we'll chop it up more next weekend after yeah. you hear the and whole if, thing. And yeah, that's kind of interesting too because you know the Fetty. We mentioned the Fetty album. That was a fire album. That was produced yeah. by Alchemist. Yep. So you would have thought you got more of that type of feel to it. Yeah. So I I I checked out the first couple songs. So I gotta like get in the car, and listen to it. Yeah. But yeah, next week I'm I probably have a breakdown of it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm going to listen to it again, see if I change my mind on it or if it gets better with it. But on first listen, it's a little, little too laid back for me. But uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see how it, uh, how it ages with time. Yeah. Um, so what else is happening? Before all this crazy shit happened, there was other stuff that we didn't really talk about. Um, so Lana Del Rey apparently called out uh, Beyonce, Doja Cat, and other people. And it's crazy because we almost forgot all about this shit <laughs> after everything else happened. White people now, been on the roll, man. <laughs> they really have, man. Uh, she did that. And of course, Doja Cat is under fire for apparently being in some chat rooms with some racist people or racial people. And uh, Apparently she, I, I don't know. The Doja Cat thing is kind of complicated because I was trying to yeah. follow what she actually did. And it was yeah. like a whole lot of screenshots and videos and stuff, but there yeah. was no I was smoking. totally lost, man. Yeah. But <laughs> like, I, think I didn't the, know what was going on. <laughs> the gist of the Doja Cat thing is basically that she was in some weird racist chat rooms and saying crazy shit. And she also made a song called Didn't Do Nothing which apparently is a popular uh, alt-right, uh, uh, what's it called, slur against black people. Mm. And I I she admitted that. that yeah, I hadn't either until I heard the song and the explanation behind it. Mm. And apparently that's like, uh, they're, they're mocking people who got arrested or beat up by police and said they didn't do nothing. And they say, oh, oh I didn't okay. do nothing. So, mm. yeah, and at, she made a song about that and then she try to explain that away. I'm not really buying the explanation. I think she was just trying to do some shock shit. She was on some Eminem shit, I think, basically, and it didn't really work out. So, mm. But uh, do you have any thoughts about these two particular cancellations, Dan- Lana Del Rey and Doja Cat? <laughs> Doja Cat, I, I only know the two songs from Doja Cat, the one we listened to, the, I think, the, the week prior with the Nicki Minaj feature. Yeah. And then the mood, the, uh, the Kyle song. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I've seen people arguing back and forth saying, oh, well, she's half black, right? Her parents, her family is from South Africa, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, man, that that don't mean anything because I'm full black. If if some tape come out of me saying some, if some shit about black people being racist and, you know, ignorant, people going to try to cancel me and call me a coon. Yeah. You know what I mean, it don't make me right to sit here and say, "Oh well, I'm black." So, but you know, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know nothing about her, but maybe she got some personal things going on where she, mm-hmm. you know, we know that story of you know certain people don't you know really accept their you know blackness or they wish they was lighter and you know they don't. We know that whole story. So yeah, it sounds like it's going towards that <laughs> so um maybe maybe it's something maybe it's something like that but i don't know i i i gotta know a little more about her situation because i don't i didn't even know she was black so um yeah maybe i need to know her background a little more but i really ain't care for the apology yeah, I kind of, I kind of respect her that she even went out there <laughs> because it seemed like she she went on an apology tour mm-hmm. because she posted something and then she, I want to say she went on Instagram Live or yeah you know, or talked to somebody. 
I don't know what it was, but I kind of respect the fact that she, you know, went for it. I just don't care for her, you know, her reasoning, mm-hmm. <laughs> her, her, her excuses. But at least she went out there and said, hey, you know, I guess I apologize for who I offended, <laughs> which I, I hate when people do yeah, that. Yeah, that's the fakest apology right. you can do. Yeah, I'm sorry if, if I offended. If you're offended. If you're offended, I apologize, which is like yeah. puts, like if you're a bitch-ass nigga who gets offended, then yeah, yeah sorry, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I feel about her. As far as, as, far as Lana Del Rey, I was a little hurt, man, because I was a big fan of Lana Del Rey. Oh, wow. I was a big fan of her music, yeah. I, I always thought she was underrated, <laughs> underappreciated, but um, it hurt for the simple fact that um she kind of threw them names out and I don't want to say she was dead wrong or, or dead wrong about it. I I, I could kind of see her point. But it like she named black she named a bunch of black artists. Yeah. Black women artists who went through somewhat that same thing. It took them a minute to get to where they are. So her I guess her argument or her point didn't make sense. But I could I I could kind of see where she's going because she did she did make some nice good music, but you know it's true when you rap about you know the stuff other women rap about or sing about that probably gonna get more attention and hit the charts more than a you know a, um I guess a a safe proper type of song I guess so I I felt like that's where she was trying to get to, mm-hmm. but. Like it's not true. I feel like people like Beyonce didn't always make that type of music. <laughs> so for her to kind of throw them under there like that, it's like I don't know. I don't know. I felt maybe her facts was wrong. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and to clarify, this is what she said. Um, she made an Instagram post basically saying this. She said, "Now that Doja Cat, Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, uh, Cardi B." Kalani and Nicki Minaj or Nicki Minaj and Beyonce have had number one songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I please go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if the relationship is not perfect or dancing for money or whatever I want without being crucified or saying that I'm glamorizing abuse? With all the topics women are finally allowed to explore, I just want to say over the last 10 years, I think it's pathetic that my minor lyrical exploration detailing my sometimes submissive or passive roles in my relationships have often made people say I've set women back hundreds of years. So this reminds me of a story, uh, what they call this Barbara Streisand effect, where uh, Barbara Streisand sued a tabloid because they made, or some kind of magazine, because they had like some big ass picture of like a big uh you know area in which you can't even see individual houses and stuff in it and she sued them and said you took a picture of my house with no permission mm-hmm. and nobody knew looking at that picture that that was barbara streisand's house <laughs> but after she sued them and made a big deal about it everybody was like oh that's where barbara streisand lived now and nobody knew before that, but since she made a big deal about it, everybody knows now. I, yeah. I, I don't follow Lana Del Rey that much, but I never heard these criticisms before. I never yeah, heard I her didn't get, either, and I'm, I was a fan. I didn't know she yeah. was getting criticized for the music she was making. I don't know what she's talking about. 
like people going on Twitter on everybody. So I'm sure some people said it, but she's making it sound like she's getting completely shut down and not selling records because of it. She's she making it seem like she was Azalea Banks. Yeah. She's <laughs> making it look like she was getting blackballed and torn apart. And it's like, where did this even come from? I see a lot of fans of hers, honestly. I don't see people talking shit about her. Like, people talk shit about everybody, but I didn't yeah. see it more so with her than any of the other artists mentioned. People yeah. come for Beyonce. People come for Nicki Minaj all the time. They come for Ariana Grande all the time. I don't see them come for Landell Ray like that. So I don't even know what she's talking about here, really. And to yeah. make a big deal about it, like, you know, it's ruining her career by people saying she set women back hundreds of, like, who said, who, who has said that, yeah. honestly? Yeah, I, yeah, I was shocked because I'm trying to think of some songs that maybe could have set women back hundreds of years or she, I don't know. It's, it's one thing if you, you could probably say, you could probably say that about like a Nicki Minaj who dresses sex or too, too loud or, yeah. You know, her lyrics is crazy about, you know, sexual acts and all this other stuff. Like, I I would somewhat understand if somebody made that accusation about that. But I, to me, Lena was never that type of person. She had some crazy lyrics at times, but it, she always, to me, she always had good music. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like she was a little underrated. I felt like nobody really talked about her that much. So I, I know she, she had that stigma of, you know, she's setting back women hundreds of years. <laughs> she comes across as jealous in that post. And that's the problem with it. Because yeah. like, like I said, I like nobody, th those, she wasn't getting torn apart until she posted that, that, that message on Instagram. Yeah. Now she's getting torn apart. But yeah. it comes across as her being jealous of them being able to go number one with that kind of content and maybe she can't with her content now. I don't know. But I yeah. mean, there's a whole lot of politics going to number one and it's not yeah. just, you know, what, what, what she's talking about. So I don't know, man. It, it just came she across one, as very it's weird. But her music, the type of music she made, I don't see that type of music going number one. She had one, yeah. she had one song that I heard on the radio the, the only time. And there was that summertime sadness song, and they kind of mm -hmm. made that into a, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. They kind of had to remix it, up it a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they put David Getter on it or whatever. Yeah. But, she makes uh, slow, depressing music, man. It's not going to go yeah. number one. Yeah. And then the other person she didn't name, I felt like, who, who don't talk about all this sexiness and stuff like that is uh, Adele. Yeah. Adele don't be talking about the damn thing sexy <laughs> in her songs. Yep. She don't show a, she don't show a boob or nothing. And shit, she go right to number either. one. Huh? <laughs> I said people won't really try to see that either, but yeah. Yeah. But she um yeah, I feel like Lana Lana Durace makes somewhat type of music like her. She ain't got the voice like Adele, but I I I will put her in that lane. So Maybe she needs to switch something up, or maybe she's just not that, you know, good to go number one. It was very weird, man. And I'm really wondering, like, why she put that up, why nobody on her team stopped her, why she kind of doubled down on it. Like, what yeah. people are so tone deaf, man. That's what I don't get. Like, yeah. I, I bet she saw this working out a lot differently for her than it did. 
I bet she thought people would sympathize with her and be like, oh, you know, we forget about Lana Del Rey and what she's gone through and what she's done. We shouldn't criticize her. But, you know, you by naming names, she made it a whole lot worse for herself because you angered the most generally angry fan bases of all time in Nicki yes. Minaj, Beyonce, and Ariana Grande. They will tear your ass apart, dog, and they will be they will stay on your ass for years. Yes. And piss them off. <laughs> so look out look how Taylor Swift fans still go at Kanye, man. They ain't forget that shit. Yeah. So yeah. they will not forget <laughs> and they will tear her ass apart. So I don't know why she thought this was a good idea. Yeah. Why she thought this would work and people would feel sympathy for her because yeah, people weren't buying yeah. it. So yeah, this, very strange. Honestly, this is not the first time she tweeted something or made some type of post. She usually gets into some hot water once in a while, but this is probably the most yeah. <laughs> she ever been in hot water. So like I said, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm disappointed. <laughs> she to me she got some really good albums. Yeah, I just don't know where she was going with this. I, I think she I think she got a nice little lane for herself. Man, unless she just wanna be that number one artist. Yeah, I, I feel like she got a nice little cult fan base where she can, you know, just uh, do it for her fans. Yeah, and that's what you got to stay because, like I said, the fan bases, they ain't going to forget, man. So she's going to have a, a rough time for the next few years. Yeah. <laughs> the Doja Cat thing, man, I don't think that's like, I think it's just going to pass. Uh, she can write that off as being, you know, ignorant when she was younger and doing stupid stuff. And I don't know. Like, like I, I was waiting for her to say something really bad and that to come back up. But I feel like she survived worse. Some tweets came up with her saying faggot a few times. And she was saying, why can't she say faggot and stuff like that? And she survived that. And I think that was worse. Yeah. So I think this will pass. People will get over it and whatever. People, yeah. I think people were just bored, honestly, with the Doja Cat shit. <laughs> and she had the number one song. So they were trying to dig up anything with her to try yeah. to, you know, take her down a peg. But whatever. Yeah, I, man, I don't see nobody getting canceled, man. Nah, like, no, we, really. we always go through this thing. Oh, cancel Lana Del Rey. Cancel Doja Cat. Oh, this person said this. Lil Wayne said that. Cancel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about fucking Lil Wayne, man. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my cancel, God. Cancel Lil Wayne. So, ain't nobody going to get canceled unless they got – unless it's some type of Bill Cosby charge or – Yeah. Something le- – uh, R. Kelly yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, they they are just fine. So, I'm not losing sleep over that. But we could get to Lil Wayne shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, so, so Lil Wayne – and here's another thing, too, because in my interest of fairness, I like to hear the whole comments before I read the headline. And the headline of the Lil Wayne comments on the George Floyd situation basically said that uh, he said, you know, the first thing we should look at is us as the problem or something like that. So I'm like, okay, that sounds crazy. But let me hear the whole thing. And the whole thing is still pretty bad, man. Because, I mean, Fat Joe tried to make it as easy. He gave him a fucking softball, you know, (laughs) underhand pitch. He said, hey, how do you feel about the whole George Floyd thing and police brutality? All he had to say was, man, it's fucked up. It's a tragedy that this still goes on in this country. But he flew out the window to protect the police and defend them and say, hey, you know, the first thing we got to do is look at us because we're the problem. 
you know, there's, there's of course, good cops and bad cops. And to that point, yeah, okay, like I said before, he's right on that. But we don't want to hear that Nobody want to hear that, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you Lil Wayne, like, but, but Lil Wayne has shown his ass on this type of shit numerous times. So I'm not surprised with him. Yeah, I wouldn't even ask him nothing like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just sad he ain't learned his lesson. He had the whole thing about Black Lives Matter, too. Remember, he was uh, interviewed in that one, I think it was on ABC, but with that black lady. And she just asked him how he feels about Black Lives Matter. And he got, like, really upset. He pulled out his red flag and cussed her out oh, and yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so Lil Wayne is fucking, he's shown his ass. And, and we don't, to, to the whole celebrity culture thing, we don't need everybody's opinion on shit. Yeah. Okay. Some people are better off not talking. Fucking yeah. just rap and shut up with anything else going on. We don't need your opinion yeah. on fucking mm-hmm. social and issues. Honestly, that's how it should be because it was once upon a time we didn't give a shit about who voted for who or yeah. where they stand. And remember 50 Cent was endorsing uh, Mitt Romney? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that was kind of a big deal then. That was kind of shocking, but don't nobody we don't really care about that shit man we don't need to hear that like we got i feel like we got enough people speaking out that's you know educated and know what they're talking about yeah like like me i i'm not about to go out there and say hey yeah throw out all these facts and you know all these searches and stuff saying all this other type of stuff like i i I know where to stand. <laughs> I'm not about to step in that doo-doo and be like, yeah, this is, you know. I see a lot of people on Twitter doing that, and they kind of get exposed. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, I, I kind of know my lane. I let I let people like Jamel Hill and yeah. other folks just do all that talking. I just kind of sit back. <laughs> and that kind of takes me back to the whole Michael Jordan documentary, too. Because I remember people, he he basically explained the whole why he didn't endorse that black mayor or whoever was running at the time in Chicago. And, you know, basically his whole take was, man, I was focused on basketball. You know, he donated to the campaign, but like he was focused on basketball and he didn't feel like that was his expertise or anything he should be really speaking on. And I'm like, I saw people be disappointed by that on social media and say, you know, we really needed Michael Jordan's voice back then. I'm like, did we really? Because knowing him, he's probably more Republican than he is anything else. And yeah. if he actually talks about how he really feels, it would have hurt black people more than would have helped. Yeah. So I'm like, man, just play ball and shut up and, and don't hurt yeah. us and we'll it's, be okay. It's kind of like, you know, the pretty girl on Instagram who never talk. Yeah. And she posts pictures, sexy pictures. Mm. And then the one moment she wanted to jump on live. And she like sounds so stupid and yes. ignorant, and it's just like, man, she just fucking everything up. And now she wanna, you know, she thinks she could do a podcast or <laughs> an Instagram live story or whatever, where she always talking and trying to comment on social issues. It's like, bitch, like just shut up. Like we we yeah. want to, we don't need to see you talk. <laughs> like, like you're imagine, just fine <laughs> like, stop imagine talking. if Lori Harvey got on IG live and just said what about black on black crime you know <laughs> it would ruin the whole mystique and shit we had about her yeah man. yes so yeah so I, th- I think we got enough pe- if you want to step in that lane and you want to be that person be that person 
but you shouldn't have to. I feel like people shouldn't hold other people in regard of hey, you need to you need to speak about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I I don't feel comfortable. I I know what's right and what's wrong, but I can't sit here and, and, and talk about elections and who's voting for who and this president is for this person. I kind of rely on um I kind of rely on the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some people I trust that that's kind of down for the stuff I may be down with. I kind of focus on them like, hey, you know, this person talked about this person. So maybe, you know, maybe I need to go this direction. I'm not getting deep into politics, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and these that's what the one of the things I hate about celebrity culture, man. And I know we have a hip hop podcast where we talk about celebrity culture. But like, I don't like the fact that we they they're looked at as idols and, you know, they have to speak and use their platform for all this stuff. And it's like just do what you're good at that got you where you are. But I don't need Cardi B to talk to Bernie Sanders. I don't need uh, Chuck D to be at a Bernie Sanders. Like I don't, we don't need celebrities to tell me about politics and policy when that's not your lane and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Probably, you know, just do your thing, support how you can support donate where you can donate. But Mm-hmm. I don't need to know like, oh, the whole thing about Jay-Z too. And, you know, I've been critical of Jay-Z lately with the whole NFL thing. But everybody's like, oh, Jay-Z is real silent lately. What's Jay-Z going to say? What's Jay-Z going to do? It's like, why are we waiting for Jay-Z's word on anything? <laughs> what does it matter really? Yeah. What he I has was, to say. He's a fucking yeah. rapper, dog. Man, I was uh, even a little offended. I seen some people say, oh, we need to hear from uh, Barack Obama. We need, like he ain't even president, man. Like, what, can what is say that going to change do? anything? Yeah, what is that going to do? What nobody listening to him when he was president? Mm-hmm. So, what is his statement going to do? <laughs> so, and then I I say a whole bunch. Oh, we need to hear from Kim. We ain't hear nothing from Kim Kardashian. She yeah. ain't say nothing. Fucking Who cares? <laughs> like I I don't care about that. <laughs> like, so I, I don't I'm, know. <laughs> Some people just don't need to talk, honestly, man. And, and Kim, she can donate. She, I know she's put her money where her mouth is before, but I, I don't need her to say something. I don't need her to, like, we don't need these people to be our fucking spokespeople. We really don't. We have people who are paid and educated enough to do that themselves. Yeah, that's their job. That's their yes. lane. So, I, I, like, just give me a rest in peace. And this is terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Terrible situation. I don't want to hear no, oh, yeah, we need just blah, blah, blah. I don't, nah, I don't need to hear that from you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not waiting on any celebrities take on anything, man. Like, if you want to yeah. speak, speak, but I don't care what Jay got to say because ain't nothing he's going to say that's going to fix shit. He can yeah. fund things, he can make things with his money, but nothing he says is going to change shit because he has no real power politically anywhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it is what it is, yeah. man. It, it's funny seeing people upset <laughs> upset about Lil Wayne. It's just like I'm not going to Lil Wayne for any type yes. of information. Like he's the one of the greatest rappers of all time. I get that. I go to him for music. Yeah. <laughs> maybe some hip hop stories. But clearly this dude is way off. Remember you seen the interview on Drink Champs when he was um I wanna say uh Oh, the producer, uh, Wheezy, the producer. Mm-hmm. I guess 
I think I think it was Wheezy, but uh, I guess Lil Wayne thought um, he kept getting a shout out in the song when he yeah. said Wheezy out of here. That's how far he, like, why yeah. do I want to hear from Lil Wayne? On, <laughs> he don't even know what's going on in rap, and that's what he does yeah. for a living. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, no. yeah, he kept thinking Future was shouting him out. No, man. So, I'm like, man. Wayne don't know what the fuck going on, man. Let him fucking. I want to hear, I want to hear yeah. from Lil Wayne about social issues. He probably doing whippets with Gunna, and <laughs> have you seen that shit, man? No. People doing whippets has been going viral where you take that can of nitrous, basically like aerosol oh, cans, yeah. and they sniffing it or taking a little shots of it. Oh, no, no, I ain't see that. No. Yeah, uh, that, that's been going around lately. Apparently, Gunna been doing it. Chris Brown had one, a can, in one of his pictures. Uh, yeah, people, I guess people, because <laughs> that's like, you know, basically like sniffing aerosol or, or taking, you know, yeah. lithium. Or, or yeah. that shit that you fucking inflate balloons with, like, and you fucking get helium. eye off that shit. Yeah, helium shit. Helium. It's basically like that. So, niggas are stupid, man. I don't know what the fuck to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I think that about wraps it up for this edition, man. Uh, just wanted to mainly get our uh, thoughts on the whole George Floyd thing. You know, it's been real and it's impacted everybody. Uh, and we. I had some thoughts about it. I want to get off, and I know you did too. So, yeah. um, anything else you want to add, man? Nah, just uh, prayers to the family. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. I um, I haven't watched that whole video. I seen like the first minute. I just couldn't do it, man. This, I don't know. Pray for better times, man. That's all you can do, really, man. Yeah, um, and, and I guess. Uh, I guess to the people who's uh, protesting and all that stuff, just be careful. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> do what Martin Luther King did and hold hands and stuff, but <laughs> if you go out there, just be careful. Be careful in general if you out yeah. and about. So, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, just stay safe however you can. Like, we, we, we've gotten through this before. We're going to get through it again. And, uh, yeah, rest in peace to George Floyd, uh, his family, his friends, everybody who's hurting right now. And, uh, yeah, man, all we can do is just heal together however we can and, and just keep it pushing, man, because that's what black people do, you know. We've been doing it for 400 years yeah. to this day. <laughs> to, to, this day. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Yeah, so uh, once again, shout out to Jasmine. Uh, she'll be back with us again soon. And you can follow the podcast on all platforms. You know all that shit. Uh, didn't do a Facebook live stream this time because, you know, fuck that shit. But we're going to do it again Facebook might cancel us for talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't know. A lot of people getting been getting blocked. <laughs> and um, Yeah, I know. Uh, what you call it? I don't know. Report it. <laughs> yeah. Trump getting mad at Twitter is funny, though, man. I'll say that much because they fucking with his tweets now. <laughs> <laughs> and tweeted from the White House account. The same yep. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can't make this up, man. This is a wild year. It really is, man. And it's going to get we ain't even in election time yet. Shit's going to get super goofy come November, man. So I'm preparing for it mentally, spiritually. 
and we're going to see how it goes. But yeah, shout out to everybody listening. Uh, thank y'all for sp- supporting the podcast. We gonna Shout try out to, get- to Charles Amenahu, too, coming yes. on last week. Shout out to Charles Amenahu. Uh, man, he, dog, it was dope how he fucking retweeted the shit and, and supported it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to him. Thank him so much for joining the podcast. We're going to try to get more guests like that. If we can. All right. Also like to give a, a special rest in peace to a, a good friend of ours from Sports Radio 610 and Intercom Houston, uh, Cleverly Stone, who, of course, ran her cooking her uh, food show on uh, Sports Radio 610 on Saturdays. Um, also on, on Fox 26, uh, a great restaurant critic and really Ace town legend. Uh, she sadly passed away um, after battling cancer um, for the past few months. And uh, I'll just say personally, man, like I used to see Cleverly just about every weekend um, when I went to the station. She was always super nice. She told me she listened to the show with Paul Gallant that I produced like every night. And she would always say we're doing such a good job. And she loved it so much. (laughs) Um, She was super nice. She always whenever she had food, because people would come in and bring a whole lot of food to uh (laughs) Uh, the, yeah. the the show just to get some you know get in favor with her a little bit but she would share that with all of us and it was so good man it was like luxury food and <laughs> we was broke producers so man i savored yeah. that shit no food at a radio station is a, a plus <laughs> everybody will come get food at yes. a radio station and it was dope because on saturdays nobody else was there so it was all for yes. us basically whatever she didn't want to take home we all could have so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, she was super nice, man. Uh, cool to work with, and uh, man, I'm we're gonna miss her, man. I'm gonna miss her definitely. I saw her right before the quarantine hit, I saw her, and uh, you know, we had some words, and I, I was hoping things would get better, and unfortunately, it didn't. But rest in peace, Cleverly Stone, definitely gonna miss you. You got some words for her, Figgy? Yeah, yeah, um. I enjoy working with her. I actually worked her show a couple times. And um, I don't know. She's just a bright and happy person all the time. Mm-hmm. She she loved the people of Houston. Uh, grew up in New York City. I didn't know that. I, I guess she was born in New Jersey or worked in New York or whatever. But um, she came to Houston in like 1989 and been in H-Town since. So, um yeah, like like you said, man, her bring, uh, the people bringing in food, she would, you know, make sure I get extra. Mm-hmm. After I ate, she's like, oh, you sure? Here, take some more. Take some more home. She will always look out for me. And um, the last time I saw her, I, I was trying to hold back tears, honestly, mm-hmm. because um, she was in a wheelchair. You know, she was smaller. And I honestly didn't even recognize her. <laughs> So I had to make sure that was her, but we talked and she said, wow, a lot. She told me a lot has changed since the last time I saw her. And um, yeah, she was still bright about it, but yeah, it was just super sad to see her that way. She usually come through the door, you know, with her bags and, mm-hmm. you know, catching the Uber to work and stuff like that. It was just hard seeing her in a wheelchair, but, you know, I still got the bright memories of her, you know, working the show. Um, her, her asking who was Booker T. <laughs> I guess she had a little crush on Booker T. But um, yeah, I enjoy working with her and uh, the city of Houston. It's a it's a big loss for the city of Houston. It is. Yeah, she um she had a lot of fans 
that listen to the show. It used to come on uh, six fifty. So um, yeah, it's a it's a huge loss and um, definitely gonna miss her. Definitely, man. The only positive is that she's not in the pain she was in before. So yeah, but we gonna miss you cleverly. Love you yes. and everybody. Y'all take care.